Duckstack 48 coiling cores. Anything is elastic, if you wrap it up tightly enough. A duck stack on a hill cannot be hid. Today's art is by Darius Klimczak. It is a phone in a desert. Alert! One of the duck stack's tier C scientists has entered the zone. We advise everyone to follow lockdown protocols while he remains in this extremely zen state, just pouring beakers and looking at clipcords with an extremely precise rhythm. As this state continues, you may see spillover effects into the real world, in this case objects turning into slime. This is a dangerous and abnormal situation to be sure. Why don't you stop him? It's what we pay him for. To the person whose speakers next to his computer have just dissolved into slime, we are sorry. We are sure this will degrade your audio output considerably. Try imitating the speaker output yourself, with your lungs. For the person whose trash outside their garage has just dissolved into slime, we are sorry. As a courtesy, we have dissolved the trash inside of it, also. For the person whose pants have just dissolved into slime in front of the class on the first day of school, you are dreaming. Don't worry, this happens all the time. For the person whose duck stack letter just dissolved into slime, no refunds. Section. The arc of history, like a Tesla coil. Animals, when scared, will act against their self-interest. The fear of consequences invokes the animal in us. What I want to analyze is the mindset driving so much outrage over the recent court decision to let people not do abortions if they don't want to. Remember, anger is a reaction to a situation you don't feel you have the tools to deal with. And there is a lot of anger here. You can plot a lot of bad stuff in society to starting in the 1970s, and a lot of laws passed there were very big, and generally speaking, very opposed by Christians. No-fault divorce, federally mandated abortion access, women entering the workforce en masse, to name a few among many. This week, Christians knocked down the first idol that had been knocked down in America in over 50 years, ending child sacrifice. Solomon, in times of old, took a harem, and the harem led him astray. But in large part, Israel remained clean, until Solomon, indulging his women, built up shrines to their gods. This idolatry cost him the kingdom and set off a chain of events spanning centuries in the entire book of Kings and Chronicles in the Old Testament. The shrines caused people to evil, and though occasional righteous leaders and kings were appointed, Mosh left these high places alone, and the Lord did not prosper his people. You see, the shrines caused wickedness, not the other way around. The mechanism for this isn't important. People, Maybe the people saw the shrines and figured, it's there, might as well use it. Maybe the shrine keepers distributed propaganda and leaflets to passerby. Maybe the shrines invited demons to hang out in the city, and the demons would just talk to people until they found the margin cases that were willing, for whatever reason, to listen. Either way, it was the act of toppling the shrines that solidified the people in righteousness, and even good leaders, if the shrines were left intact, allowed much wickedness. This is important because wickedness causes misery. To the extent it ever flows the other way around, the codependence is deeply entangled. Hookup culture causes misery. Single motherhood causes misery. Promiscuity, hedonism, pride, homosexuality cause misery. Drugs cause misery. Here's what I think has happened. Men like sex, and women want support, stability. Not all women want someone to protect them, but in old times you were guaranteed these things with sex. Not so today. With no-fault divorce, women feel like marriage is not a stable thing. And now, women sleep around, following their sex drives to men who they would like to support them, cashing their currency of sex, and getting in return nothing. The men don't commit, a bond isn't actually formed. This tension runs straining through almost everything in our culture. 
This is not a simple issue. Women rely on abortion as a safety net because their holy and natural impulses no longer work. So now the court is threatening to remove this safety net, sort of, but sort of is a lot when your whole way of life is wrapped up in it, causing mass panic. And when you're afraid, you act against your self-interest. As one friend put it, they want reproductive rights because they're terrified of cases where they get pregnant and men abandon them, but they can't understand how the pre-commitment to murdering babies exacerbated the conditions they're trying to guard against. The same principle happens with divorce. The very act of leaving the escape hatch open for the marriage weakens the marriage by definition. The same principle happens with living together to try it out before marriage. You don't practice commitment by explicitly not committing. You don't practice a piano piece with a false passage to, and expect to naturally remove it in the actual concert. I'm hesitant somewhat to write on gender issues on the duck stack so far, but I have written once before, fealty or loyalty is a huge deal for men. One of the main things their sex drive attempts to secure. The men are by and large not happy with promiscuous hookup culture either. But how do you heal a culture? You cannot do it grassroots. That ends up the Benedict option, simple withdrawal, and leave living in huts waiting for the storms to blow over in the mainland. The way to change culture is to throw down idols and destroy them, removing people's faith in them, forcing a leap of faith when confronted without escape hatches to the impotence of one's own view, worldview. Our prophets in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints do not have political power, so they focus instead on temples, building temples, wildly, feverishly, half-sized, half-constructed, outhouse temples, with, but no less sincere, micro-temples, lining the landscape with them in a desperate attempt to stave off the wrath of God by building beacons to attract 100 or even 10 righteous, pleading for virtue to drip by osmosis into the lives of the citizens, until someday someone smashes the idols and tears down the high places, ripping the intravenous drip lines of raw poison from the nation's bloodstream so that healing can begin again. The first step is to stop hitting yourself. Section Statements on Roe versus Wade being overturned. We asked, and you listened, and we heard you, and now you'll listen again, because we're listing them. Sanipa says, I think this is a great acceleration of tribalism between states. Yelp and Holly Child of the Covenant says, Abortion is a sin. Possessed Rocking Horse says, I only wish it had happened on Juneteenth. Anonymous says, The Nimstack is pleased by the court's decision. Ryan Gosling says, I, Ryan Gosling, stand by the court's decision to uphold American values of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Scepter says, This is what George Floyd would have wanted. Top Gun of 1991 says, Twas the ultimate doubleheader. Laura the Celest says, Release opinion on Roe vs. Wade before the riots. Solza Halza Hillza Hickshorn says, Harlots incensed. Section History Seems like the whole world is on fire, but really it's just our friend's package that he sent to our house. The littlest one got a hold of a bell pepper in a store, which it turns out is also a good teething toy. This sabotaged the plans for cooking with it, though. Messily. My wife texted me with amazing news. The littlest one has discovered talking into tubes, like the vacuum hose attachment, and our house is filled with little distorted baby noises. The little one says, I'm going to make you a bagel. That's so nice of me. My wife took the kids to a museum or something, and got a lot of pictures that looked like the kids playing together, instead of what was really happening, which was the little one playing off to the side by himself, while the littlest one contemplated eating him. Is your birthday coming up? I asked the little one. Uh-huh. How old are you going to be? I asked. Big. Irrefutable. 
The littlest one has started going om nom 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 in place of chewing. He is also learning how to climb ladders and teleport upstairs. We got a good video this week of the little one dumping Legos on himself. It's raining Legos, and then putting them all back in the bin so he could dump them on himself again, over and over. And during conversation, someone asked the little one if he was upset, and he said, No, I'm me! He's dishing the dad jokes at decades early. He also has come up with an evil fairy tale villain version of the old Got Your Nose game. Gonna take your eyes! The end of the duck stack. Thanks for listening.